to the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 13, the last chapter, Abranin Tlatash, Hebrews chapter 13, and let's read from verse 9 to verse 21, من عدد تسعة إلى عدد واحدة وعشرين. Hebrews 13, the last chapter, and from verse 9 to verse 21. One verse each. Sister Renee, can you start for us? So we are starting with 13.9. Thank you very much. There are many temptations which we face in this world, and one of them is the temptation to conform. When there are others and they are doing something, they are saying something, it somehow seems very easy to do the same thing, to say the same thing. Now, here were some believers from a Jewish uh, background. They had heard the message of the gospel. They had been influenced by uh, this uh, message. But they were having some trouble with regard to what? With regard to their kinsmen according to the flesh, others around them, friends and family, acquaintances, loved ones. The new message, the message of the Lord Jesus Christ, was a message which would take them away from the things that they were accustomed to. And around them, there were all sorts of people who wanted them not to change, who wanted them to conform. حوالين في عدد من الناس والفكرة إنه شاكلوا هالناس راضوا هالناس كونوا مثل هالناس be like those around you maintain a certain set of standards, certain behavior, certain things, say, do, based on what was customary and accepted in your circle, as opposed to standing clearly for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us not to be conformed to uh, this world. There was a man who once came to Pastor Wadiyah, uh, in Egypt, إجا شخص إلى الأسيس وديع. قال له أنا بحب إنه أوعز عندك بالكنيسة. I'd like to preach uh, uh, in your church. And so Pastor وديع asked him, What do you uh, believe? أنت شو بتأمن? And the young man told him, Whatever you believe, I believe. الشيء اللي أي شيء أنت بتأمن فيه أنا بأمن فيه. أنا بأمن فيه. Uh, now, of course, the young man would have been well served if he indeed believed what Pastor Wadir believed, because Pastor Wadir uh, believed what was found in the Bible, but you should believe it because it's found in the Bible, not because uh, you want to be uh, uh, like a certain person and have the opportunity uh, to speak in a certain uh, place. When in Rome do as the Romans do. Well, personally, I've never been in Rome, uh, but uh, the saying uh, is a common uh, one, uh, is a uh, common one. Uh, 
please God and please men at the same time. This is what the Bible teaches. No, it's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says we ought to obey God rather than uh, men. Now, the point is not to step on people's toes and bother them. Because the Bible tells us, as far as it is in you, live peaceably with all men. But at the same time, uh, the Bible tells us, let God be true and every man a liar. Uh, the Lord Jesus, when he sent the disciples out, uh, out on a preaching journey, he did not tell them, oh, wherever you go, they're going to accept you. Uh, he told you, he told them that there are some who do not receive you. And when they do not uh, receive you, you depart of that ha- out of that house. And you depart out of that city. And you shake their dust off your feet. Off uh, your uh, feet. Uh, he told them, beware of men councils. Uh, they'll scourge you uh, in their synagogues. You'll be brought before kings and governors for my sake. So the idea is not to be conformed uh, to the world. The idea is to cling to uh, the faith steadfastly, uh, faithfully, to be willing to contend for this faith. Uh, There is a conflict between uh, the Lord on one side and uh, wickedness and the wicked one and the world on the uh, other side. And uh, we are not supposed to Make, si- make peace with sin and nusalim uh, al uh, We're supposed to be set for the defense of the gospel, like Paul the Apostle said uh, to the Philippians. And he said that you are partakers of this ministry uh, uh, with me. Hebrews chapter 13 and verses 12 and 13. Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, he suffered Outside the gate. Kharij al-Mahalla. Let us go forth therefore unto him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. Linadhab ilayhi kharij al-Mahalla. Hamilin arahu. Notice as we think of this verse that the Bible doesn't tell us stay in the camp and reform them. Uh, There are all sorts of wrong teachings in the camp. Nevertheless, perhaps things can be improved uh, from the inside. Perhaps things can be changed from uh, the uh, inside. Uh, Stay uh, inside some organization which is not true to the word, uh, which has departed from uh, 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 the uh, word, whatever the organization, church or otherwise, uh, because from the inside you can reach them with the message of the gospel. The Bible says, come out from among her. Uh, come out uh, 
of her by people. Revelation 18 and verse 4. Do not be partakers of her sins that ye receive not of her plagues. 2 Corinthians chapter 16 and beginning with verse 14. Don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Fellowship of light with darkness, righteousness with unrighteousness, fellowship of Christ with uh, wickedness, and the believer with the infidel, this does not make sense. This is not right in God's eyes, and God is the one who sets the standards. Come out from among them, be separate from the Lord. Abraham was the father of the faithful, a type, a symbol in many ways of those who believe. The first thing that the Lord said to Abraham was what? Was get out of your country and from your kindred and your father's house unto a land that I will show you. Ikhruj min baladak wa min ashiratak wa min bayt abik il ard ana urik iyah. And when he arrived in the land of Cana, Abraham lived a separated life. He didn't go and live in a big city with uh, other uh, people. He lived apart from other people. And he didn't even found a city, all right? When he could have built for himself some kind of place, he lived in a tent. He lived uh, uh, in a tent. And remember the reference in verse 14, for here we have no continuing city. And in chapter 11 of Hebrews it says that uh, Abraham had what? He had a view for uh, things uh, to come. He looked for a city which has foundations, Nadar ila Madini laha asasayat, whose builder and maker is uh, God, uh, uh, is God. Yes, the people in the Old Testament time were for a certain time in Egypt, but then the Lord brought them out of Egypt, akhrajun min ashaq. In the land of promise, in the land of Cana, they were not supposed to mix with other people, they were not supposed to uh, intermarry and establish relationships and fellowship, connections with uh, other uh, people. Look with me at the book of Judges and let's read, uh, first of all, uh, from uh, chapter uh, 1 and verse uh, 27. Chapter 1 and verse 27. It says, Neither did Manasseh drive out the inhabitants of Bethshean and its towns, nor Tanakh and its towns, nor the inhabitants uh, 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 thereof, and then a list of other places. Verse 29, Neither did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites. Uh, verse 30 of Judges 1, Neither did Zebulun drive out the inhabitants of Kitron. Uh, verse 31, Neither did uh, Asher drive out the inhabitants of a number uh, of places. Verse 33, Neither did uh, Naphtali uh, drive uh, uh, out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh. Uh, verse 34, the Amorites forced the children of Dan into the mountain. 
not in one place only, but in several places, what happened was that the people ended up dwelling side by side with the inhabitants of the land when this was not what God had commanded. Now let's read in Judges chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And an angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim and said, I made you go up out of Egypt and have brought you unto the land which I swore to give un unto your fathers. And I said, I will, uh, and I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And ye shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. Ye shall throw down their altars. But ye have not obeyed my voice. Why have ye done this? Why have ye uh, done this? Balaam, in Numbers 23 and uh, verse 9, said, I see him, the people, from the hills. This people shall dwell alone and not be reckoned with the nations. Now, we read Judges, end of chapter 1, beginning of chapter 2. And the rest of the book of Judges is, in some sense, a sorry and sad account of what happens when believers conform to the world, when believers do not live a life that is sufficiently separate from the world. Sifr al-Qudatu wimannu sifr وليه الأشياء الحزينة المسجلة ليه لاختلاط الشعب مع الشعوب الأخرى ومشاكلة الشعب ليه الشعوب الأخرى لما كان مفروض يكون في انفصال هيبرز chapter 13 and verse 13 let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his uh, reproach, go forth, uh, professing the Lord Jesus Christ openly. You remember uh, Joseph of Arimathea? The Bible says that he was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, for fear of the Jews. Then the time came when boldly and openly he went to Pilate and asked for the body of Christ. And with Nicodemus, they buried the Lord Jesus, honored him in so doing, and that was an important part of what happened afterwards. Before that, secretly for fear of the Jews. Remember the parents of the man who was born blind, John chapter 9? The people, the leaders of the people, had already decided that whoever professed Jesus in any way, that he would be cast out of the synagogue. And so even though the Lord Jesus had healed their son, who was born blind, they were not even willing to acknowledge this fact that Jesus had healed their son. Instead they said, he's our son, he is of age, Ask him. We know. We know that he was blind, and now he sees, but we don't know how it happened. <laughs> but we don't know how it happened. 
So you can go ahead and ask him. In contrast, their son was not willing to conform in this way. Give God the glory. We know that this man is a sinner. Oh, you know that this man is a sinner. But I don't have this same knowledge that he is a sinner. I have this certain knowledge that whereas once I was blind, now I can see. This is what I know. You say you know something. I, I don't know the thing that you claim to know. I know something else, and I know it for sure. And he was cast out. And he uh, was uh, cast out, and the Lord Jesus uh, found him. Uh, the temptation is there to somehow be, in some way, a secret disciple. A secret disciple. The Lord Jesus said, the, the one who's ashamed of me uh, uh, and ashamed of my words before what? Before a sinful and adult and an adulterous generation. Jil uh, Khati. Uh, uh, I will be ashamed of him when I come in uh, my uh, glory. The right thing to, uh, to say is what? Uh, what Paul said in Romans chapter 1, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And I'm always tidy in Jila Rabbi Yetzirah Messiah. And Second Timothy chapter 1, towards the end of his ministry, when he was about to die, uh, he, said, he said, I suffer for these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. I know whom I've believed. I know whom I have trusted. I know that he's able to keep me to keep what uh, uh, I have committed into his trust uh, uh, against uh, that day. Um, to go forth uh, out of the camp, uh, to confess the Lord Jesus openly, to be separate from uh, the world in terms of seeking its company, seeking its uh, uh, approval. Not a matter of living on top of the mountain or uh, in the wilderness or column or some form of isolation. Uh, the Bible says, I am a companion of those who fear you. I am a companion of those who fear you and who keep your precepts. The Bible says, he who walks with wise men shall be wise. The Bible says that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Sadaqat If you go back to the Old Testament, one of the sons of uh, David had a uh, wonderful friend called Jonadab. Uh, Amnon. Uh, had a friend called Jonadab. And Amnon told him, Oh, my sister Tamar, half-sister. I love her. Oh, Jonadab told him, Come, I'll give you advice on how to deal with this thing. Ultimately, because Amnon took the advice of Jonadab, Ultimately, Amnon died. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> a bad advice uh, can lead to uh, uh, can lead to dramatic uh, 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 results. Uh, to be separate, to be different from the world in terms of its values. What is it that we consider valuable? What makes us happy? The world is happy with all sorts of things. Things like, for instance. Wealth, uh, things like popularity, things like power, 
and influence. Things uh, like pleasure in certain particular forms. And these are the things that the world wants and the world seeks. Do we think of these things as being valuable just like the world does? Remember how Noah released a raven and released a dove. Uh, uh, and released uh, a dove. And uh, the raven eats anything. <laughs> the dove doesn't eat anything. And so at one point, the raven was quite happy the dove came back to the ark. The dove came back to uh, the ark. Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, In the last days perilous times shall come. And he goes on to say that men will be lovers of their own selves and covetous and boasters and proud and blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And then it says, from such, turn away. Turn away. Leave the camp and stand with the Lord Jesus Christ. Value the things that you are supposed to value. Value the things that are uh, important. Remember Gehazi, what was important as far as Gehazi was concerned? Gehazi, Hatam Bishu, Hatam Bi Al Masari, Hatam Bi Al Masari. Remember the Lord Jesus, the rich young man came to him and told him, What must I do to inherit eternal life? And the Lord Jesus looked at him and realized that he was rich and that this was a special opportunity. And so the Lord Jesus said, you know, we could use some of your money. We could use some of your money. You've got a lot, and we have a lot of needs. So, follow me, and make sure to bring some of your money with you. Peter, James, John, we're going to have more money than before. The Lord Jesus told him, take what you have. He didn't say, give it to me. He said, take what you have, sell it, and give it to the poor. He could have said, give it to me, because the Lord Jesus himself was poor. Right? Foxes have holes, son of, uh, the birds of the air have nests, the Son of Man has not where to lay his head. Everyone went to their own home. The Lord Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Take your money and sell it, and give it to the poor and give it to uh, the poor. Uh, remember, Moses had the opportunity to be what? Uh, had the opportunity to benefit from the riches of Egypt. The riches of Egypt. Now, I have never seen as much gold in my life as I have seen in the Cairo Museum. I've had the opportunity to go to Cairo a few times and to go to the Cairo Museum uh, a, a few times. 
I understand they might be building a new one, a new museum. I heard that. Uh, uh, I heard that the one that's there is a little bit old. They could they could build a, another place. But you go into the room that has to do with what? That has to do with Tutankhamun. All right. This is the pharaoh whose tomb they found pretty much intact. دون ما يكونوا صائين إجوا ونهبوا الأشياء ونهبوا الأشياء وأخذوها. Now Tutankhamun was relatively speaking not a very important pharaoh. Notable in some ways because of certain developments that took place in his reign. في بعض الأشياء اللي بتميزه بس إجمالا منه هالحاكم من الحكام العظام. Well, if I remember correctly, he didn't even rule a long time. He died. He became pharaoh relatively young. He died relatively young. You would not say he's the most important of pharaohs. Gold like you've never seen in your life. Moses, the Bible says, esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. He esteemed the reproach of Christ. حسب عار المسيح إنه هو غنى أكثر من كنوز مصر أكثر من كنوز مصر. Let us go unto him outside the camp, bearing his reproach, to profess Christ and to profess him openly, to separate from worldly people and to separate from worldly thinking. To go to outside the camp. No, this is another thing that we want to think of. To go to the Lord Jesus Christ outside the camp. And so the goal is not just for me to walk on my hands and to somehow distinguish myself from other people who walk on their feet. The goal is not for me to wear different clothes just for me to wear different clothes. The people who wear the different clothes, I remember, I remember uh, being in the U.S. and this craze that people had, at least when I was there at the university, all right, somehow you're different from other people by doing what, all right? You get a shirt that has writing, not a plain shirt. If you have a plain shirt, this doesn't work that well. You get a shirt that has writing and you wear it inside out, all right? Now, the shirt, because it has writing, it becomes obvious that it's inside out, uh, inside out. And so that way you're different, except you're different from who? Well, there are lots of other people who are also wearing their shirts inside out. So you're not so very different to begin, uh, so very different as uh, you think. Uh, to be different in the sense of to be like Christ, to go to him outside uh, the city. If it is you, Lord, then bid me to come unto you walking upon the water. And so the purpose is not necessarily to be out of the boat, just to be out of the boat, but to go to the Lord Jesus Christ. To go to the Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore, to be in fellowship with him, instead of being in fellowship with the world. Cross out the world in terms of fellowship, but replace. Replace with fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The disciples were with uh, the Lord uh, Jesus. 
man came to him and said to him, I will follow you wherever you go, uh, uh, Luke chapter uh, uh, 9. That's when the Lord Jesus told him, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests. If you follow me, you should know uh, uh, these uh, things. Revelation 14 and verse 4, uh, these are they who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. Uh, these things that we've heard, uh, John says, the beginning of his first letter, Rasul Yohanna wa risaltu al-ula wa bidayt al-risali hal ashiai li ismaniha wa shufniha nu'alinha lakum likai yakun lakum sharika ma'ana wa sharikatna ma'allah wa ma'abnihi yasur al-masih. These things that we've heard, we've seen, we declare them to you so that you have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus uh, Christ. And so, it is a matter of great importance that we, if we are God's children, that we should have fellowship with him and that this fellowship should be maintained, that it should continue, that it should be regular, that it should be consistent. If a man love me, he will keep my words. My Father will love, un, uh, love him. We will come unto him and we will make our abode with him. Uh, uh, we will come to him and make our abode uh, uh, with him. Uh, uh, once uh, in a while to have uh, a fellowship uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ. Once, twice, three times a week when we come to church. How about once in a while I talk to my wife when there's some kind of special occasion? But there's supposed to be more going on over there than just once uh, uh, in uh, a while. Let us go forth unto him to have fellowship with him and to follow his example. Because you see, he says that Jesus, in order that he would sanctify the people with his blood, he went outside the camp, outside the city. He died outside the gates. So let us go forth to him, part of what we see there is let's go forth just like he went forth. Let us go forth following his example. And the Bible says in First Peter uh, that when Christ suffered, he left us an example, leaving us an example that we should follow his uh, steps. The Bible says we should be conformed to the image of his son and nakun mushakilin li surat ibnihi. Was the Lord Jesus concerned about what was right? When he saw all sorts of things going on that were wrong, the traders, for instance, and the money changers in the temple, he said, well, what can we do? That's life. Kesarak, sarah. Whatever will be, will be. Uh, when he saw, for instance, how the uh, Pharisees uh, and perhaps others with them had turned the Sabbath into something different 
from what it was supposed to be. فريسيين وغيرهم يمكن معهم غيروا السبت إلى شيء مختلف عن ما أمر به الرب. Question: Do you think the Lord Jesus, when He healed on Sabbath days, do you think it's because He didn't realize what day it was? Do you think that He couldn't have waited 24 hours? No, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> he was not accepting uh, of things that were wrong. Things that were against God's uh, commandments. As for things that were right and true, to these things he to these things he clave firmly, willing to sacrifice for it. Having compassion for the lost, mercy for those whose situations were difficult, especially spiritually, but to a certain extent otherwise as well. And if we want to be the followers of the Lord Jesus, then his example is set before us. And it should guide us in what we say and do. They saw the boldness of Peter and John. They realized that these were unlearned and ignorant men. They realized that people of a certain kind of background, they weren't usually this bold. And then they remembered that they had been with Jesus that they had uh, been uh, with uh, Jesus. Uh, take up his cross and follow uh, him. Share his message with those uh, uh, around us. To go forth unto him outside the camp and to bear his uh, uh, reproach. Secret disciple is not one who shares the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. But we're not called to be uh, secret disciples. We're not called to try to hide the candle that God has given, the lamp that God has lit. We're not called to try to hide it under a bushel. In fact, the Lord Jesus said, you're not supposed to do it and you can't do it. You're supposed to do the opposite which is to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Along come the philosophers of Athens, Acts chapter 17. And this is an opportunity for Paul to get into their debates, which might have been interesting debates. But he was not interested in what one group said and what another group said in answer. He preached what? Jesus and the resurrection, al-Masih wa al-Qiyami. Al-Qiyami. Let us go forth unto him. Uh, uh, unto him. Uh, following his uh, uh, example, bearing his uh, reproach. What was said uh, uh, about uh, the Lord Jesus, all things were said about the Lord Jesus. 
There were some people who said, he is gluttonous and a drunkard. Sharib wa akil. There are some people who said that he is in league with the devil. متفق مع الشيطان يطرد الشياطين بقوة رئيس الشياطين he casts out devils through the power of the prince of the devils and how many times have God's children been spoken of as being narrow-minded not loving outdated old-fashioned, still living in the Stone Age. Oh, well, you think you're right and everybody's wrong. Uh, it's only people who are poor and weak and miserable who will listen to this kind of message. People who need some kind of intellectual crutch. How many of you are there? You keep causing trouble. Soon you'll change your ways. Paul, thou art beside thyself. Much learning makes thee mad. Bulus anta tahdi kithrat al kutub. Tidfaq ila al hadayan. To which Paul responded, I am not mad, most noble Festus, but I speak the words of truth and soberness. And I mish. مجنون ولا مختل يا فستوس لكن أتكلم بكلام الحق والصحو You are new to this area of the world فستوس انت هل أجيت إلى هالمنطب العالم King Agrippa knows the things of which I speak because these things were not done in a corner do you believe the prophets, King Agrippa? To which King Agrippa did not have a real answer. Did not have a real answer. Uh, the answer is a little bit, I think, mistranslated, if I'm, uh, uh, if I'm, uh, uh, if I recall uh, correctly. Basically, Agrippa is saying, with these few words, you want to make me a Christian? Okay. If in these few words I have stated something wrong, please tell me what's wrong. Which is something like what the Lord Jesus said when he said, if I've done something wrong, then tell me. Uh, then uh, then uh, tell me. Uh, I'm not man, uh, most noble Festus. But I speak, I speak rather the words of tr truth and soberness. Kalem al-haq wa kalem al let us go therefore unto him outside the camp bearing his reproach because he went outside the camp for our sakes so that he would do what? So that he would sanctify the people with his own blood because he went there out of love for us not because of a desire to somehow build a huge empire for himself. Although he is king of kings and lord of lords, and always will be, and more so, and it will become apparent 
uh, to men. Let us go therefore unto him, uh, unto him because he stood for uh, uh, the truth, because he stood for what is uh, right. Where should we stand? With the world, with its lies and deceits? Or should we stand with the Lord Jesus who is pure and, uh, uh, and holy? Let us go to him because that is what is best for us. What comes naturally to us is to follow the world to some extent or the other. But following the world is not always a good idea. In fact, it's not a good idea. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. What's in the world? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. These are not of the Father. They are of the world, and the world passes away, and the lust of it. And the one who does the will of God abides forever. If I have the foundation, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, then what should I put on that foundation? Is it to my benefit to build with wood, hay, and stubble? Does that pay off? Does that bring true, lasting reward? Is it not better for me to build on that foundation with gold and silver and precious stones uh, to go to him outside the camp is something that is best for me. There is the camp, and the camp can be what? Ooh, the camp can be very noisy. The camp can grab our attention. The camp can, um, the camp can, can attract in various ways. The camp can distract in various ways. But what is needed is to keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ and to go to him outside the camp. The Bible says our light affliction, which is just for a moment, works for us a far more weighty and eternal, a uh, far uh, uh, exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Jesus, to sanctify the people with his blood, went outside the gate. Let's go, therefore, to him, outside the camp, bearing his reproach. Here there's no continuing city. But there is one to come. There is a continuing city to come. Hunek, Medini, Berki. Abraham saw it by faith. And he lived in a tent in this world. He saw that there was a city uh, to come. On one side, there is the camp, there is the world, and the Lord Jesus is outside the camp. The Bible says that's where we belong, with him, outside the camp, 
bearing his reproach. Bearing his reproach. He bore our reproaches. <laughs> and if we bear his reproach, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for our Lord and Savior. The one who went outside the camp. The one who did not conform to traditions, customs, ideas, teachings, standards, expectations of men. But rather wanted at all times to do your will, the will of the Father who sent him. That will took him to the cross, took him to suffering, took him to difficulty and hardship. He suffered to sanctify the people with his own blood. He suffered outside the camp. Help us to go to him always, to be with him always. To bear his reproach because the city and the camp, it does not continue. But Jesus Christ, yesterday, today and forever, he is and was and is to come, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the one who has a continuing city. And the sufferings of this time are not worthy to, com to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. What is now reproach will later be seen and understood to be great and glorious reward. Help us and strengthen us to walk in ways that conform to your will, to your word, to the example of our Savior. Help us to stand with him outside the camp and bear his reproach. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.